you're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert host help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nothing But Net. Today is Wednesday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. If you celebrate, my name is Dan, and thank you for tuning in today. Make sure that you're following me on Twitter, at Dan Says That. Make sure that you're following Steady Picks on Twitter, at Get Steady Picks, and go to SteadyPicks.com to check out the monthly membership available from Steady Picks to get all of the daily system plays, get all the plays for the big events on the weekends like UFC, golf, things like that, plus your daily MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, once that comes back, all those sorts of things. Uh, $20 a month, one of the best deals in the industry, and the success rate that they have is unmatched. So again, make sure that you check that out. Decent night for us last night. Uh, we really nailed the Bucks nets game. And especially when we look back to Monday and look at some of the futures talk we had, uh, there was already some good value stuff there. I wanted to touch on that real quick before I get into a couple of plays for tonight. Going to be a short episode, uh, so I'll get you the plays out and we'll get on our way here as uh, I got to get into work early today, full disclosure. So uh, I was talking to some people on Twitter last night about the Suns and already from Monday when... We talked about the Suns as the winner of the Western Conference at plus 900 having value. That has come all the way down to plus 650. So when you think about this stuff in terms of you know hundreds of dollars, that's a, a $250 difference uh, already that has come off of value for the Phoenix Suns coming out of the West. Now, that's not to say that I don't still like that play because, again, that number is moving down because... You know they're they're playing so well, and people are starting to buy in that people have hit that number and bet it down. But plus six fifty still puts them as basically the fourth most likely team to come out of the West, and I just think that that's that's criminal. Uh, the Lakers are still the favorite. The Clippers are not very far behind. The Jazz are actually not too far behind, and then it's a decent jump to the Sun. So Lakers plus one seventy five, Clippers plus two forty, Jazz plus three twenty five. The Suns plus 650, and from there, it's pretty much, I can't imagine that any of these teams could be worth putting the money on. I still don't get the Lakers thing. They're not healthy. They're they're sitting in the middle of, of the standings, and they they it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Lakers have to play in the play-in tournament. And you just cannot convince me that you can make a team that has to win a game or two just to get into the playoffs as the favorite to come out of the conference. It's crazy to me. The Lakers right now are a game ahead of Portland to not have to play a play-in tournament game. One game ahead. they And they have, uh, no, they have the same amount of games. So one game ahead of Portland. They're tied with Dallas for the fifth seed, and they're so far behind Denver and everybody up top that I'm, I'm pretty sure, let's see, 65 it's, it's basically impossible for them to actually even get home court in the first round, let alone any matchup. So the Lakers are going to play on the road the entire time. I'm sorry. Those things matter. I, I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around this. But you know what? It doesn't matter. All I'm telling you, don't don't bet it as far as the Lakers are concerned. But 
The Suns, I still think there's great value there. They're tied with Utah for the best record in the league and the best record in the West. Um, but they're playing a lot better. Utah's a little bit beat up without Conley and without Mitchell. Uh, we'll see you know, what the status of those two guys are going the rest of the way. But uh, the Suns look like they should be able to take the one seed in the West, which is insane. The Sixers look like they're in great position to hold on to the one seed in the East after Milwaukee just took back-to-back games from Brooklyn. So now Brooklyn sits a game and a half behind Philadelphia, and Philadelphia owns the tiebreaker. Milwaukee now only a game and a half behind Brooklyn for the two seed, which is huge. Uh, three games behind the Sixers. The Sixers' magic number to clinch home court through the Eastern Conference is five. None of the odds for the Eastern Conference have really changed. The Bucks still sit at plus 350. The Sixers still at plus 440. So that's the same as Monday. We talked about there being value on both of those. Uh, I think after the Bucks handling Brooklyn both times, uh, I, I've been high, higher than most on the Bucks all season. So, again, I really don't mind that plus 350, but I have been a believer in the Sixers. Again, biased a little bit, but still trying to look outside of that. Having that home court, I think, is a huge deal, especially for a Sixers team that at home is 25-7, and seven, which is the second-best record in the league, only to Utah, who's 28-4. and four. And uh, we talked on Monday a little bit about the Sixers with with their starting five having only lost four games the entire season. I believe they're 30 and six when they have both Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons available. Not even concerning, you know, who the other three guys are. So uh, the fact that the Sixers have everybody going right now, that they're on a five game win streak, and that they're their uh, remaining schedule is just absolutely laughable. Uh, Miami and Indiana, the only respectable opponents you can even... Oh, and New Orleans, I guess you can throw in there uh, simply because of Zion, but still a team that is is sitting outside the playoff picture, uh, six games under five hundred. So while you probably can't write them off, just a uh, an, an incredibly easy schedule for the Sixers after uh, quite a brutal one for a while for them, but... Anyway, not a whole lot of change there, but just wanted to talk about that. Um, some plays for tonight, there's not not everything is out yet. And again, th- at this point in the season, there's a lot of games where if I even see a certain team mentioned, I- I'm pretty not interested in, in, in looking at too much of it because it's so hard to figure out. So many of these teams are sitting a ton of their roster. They're, they're openly tanking, which again, I'm not, I'm not, upset about i'm not gonna say anything as a as a Sixers fan i know i don't have that right uh to blame anybody for that but as far as betting obviously we want to be smart and you don't want to get uh suckered in any any traps or anything so gonna give you a couple plays uh for some games to do some stuff listed but first uh check out this message from steady picks visit www.steadypicks.com and become a member today a steady picks membership is only twenty dollars per month and gives you all the tools you need to become a better sports better. Use promo code RADIO for 50% off your first month and follow us on social media at Steady Picks for daily updates. Enjoy listening to Steady Picks Radio and be sure to head over to SteadyPicks.com and sign up today. So despite what I just said about seeing certain teams and maybe not wanting to bet them, 
Uh, one of those teams has been the Orlando Magic, and they are at home tonight as a nine and a half point dog to the Boston Celtics with a total of two nineteen. And I'm starting right off with saying I'm taking the Celtics to cover nine and a half. Uh, Boston has won both matchups this season, one by sixteen and one by twenty seven. And at those points, the Magic were a much more competitive team, I guess you can call it, than they are now. The Celtics have had two days off, and besides Jalen Brown being out, it looks like everyone's going to be available. The Celtics still trying to figure out where they're going to fall. They are a half game behind Miami uh, to to have the sixth seed, which would keep them out of the play-in tournament, which, again, uh, we've talked about a lot lately and just how I think uh, teams definitely don't want to be put in that situation. If you're not in that situation, you are probably going to be awarded about four days off um, from having the play, and obviously you guarantee yourself an actual playoff spot. Now, as of now, that six seed has to head to Milwaukee in the first round, which won't be fun for any of those teams at the bottom, and I don't think you could really give any of them much of a chance against Milwaukee. But I think if you look at the Miami, Boston, Charlotte, Indiana, Washington uh, group of teams, Boston has to be the one Milwaukee wouldn't want to see. So if you're Boston... You know, you've had such an up-and-down season that while, yeah, you would probably figure they won't have a problem getting through a, a Charlotte uh, to, to be the seven seed, uh, that seven seed then has to go to Brooklyn. And I, I actually think for how low I've been on Brooklyn, I don't think that uh, the Celt- I don't think Brooklyn's a good matchup for the Celtics. Uh, I mean, none of the top teams in the East are a good matchup for any of the bottom teams in the East, but I specifically don't think that Brooklyn is a very good matchup for the Celtics. So uh, Celtics really want to try and press the issue here. Uh, Jason Tatum has been playing well as of late. Marcus Smart has been playing well as of late, and that's going to lead me to my prop play for this game, which will be Marcus Smart over 24.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He's averaging 25 between these stats over his last 10 games, and without Jalen Brown tonight, there should be uh, extra room for him to try to pad some of those. He's done this in five of eight so gone over 24 and a half points rebounds and assists in five of eight so marcus smart over 24 and a half points rebounds and assists my prop play for celtics magic the next game on the sleep blazers at cavaliers blazers 11 point favorites total 225 and a half absolutely not spreads too big but also West Coast team coming East. Cleveland playing some teams tough, but also very capable of being blown out. Played last night as well, so uh, they are on a back-to-back, but they were at at home against Phoenix in a game that went to overtime, and then somehow they lost by 14. So it, it should tell you all you need to know about probably staying away from Cleveland. At this point, I'm doing the same. Uh, no props listed for this one, so we move on perfectly to Phoenix. Uh, again, who somehow wins by 14 in overtime last night uh, at Cleveland and now goes to Atlanta. Uh, the Suns right now are only a half-point favor, so this one's sitting right on uh, a pick basically. And actually, when I was writing up my plays for this, uh, they were one-and-a-half-point favorites. So that line moving toward Atlanta a little bit. It might be something worth watching. But as of now, it looks like the Suns should still have everybody. Uh, again, it's very early, so that can change. So I probably wouldn't suggest betting this one right now. I do still think I would like Phoenix and getting them as a pick em, You know, Seems like a pretty good play. Atlanta's been 
terribly inconsistent, but the, I think the the biggest thing here has to be the road back to back for Phoenix and playing in overtime last night has got to be tough. But they're playing so well, I feel like it would be scary to bet against them. And I still really like them. But if that line continues to move, then I think we may have to pay attention to it. So see where that line goes uh, right now. Again, sitting as the Suns are a half-point favorite. If they start moving toward a dog, it may be a pretty good indicator that tonight may not be their night. But if that line kind of hangs or maybe even gets back to the one and a half, then it's kind of just sitting on that line. I still might like it. So one to monitor for later rather than maybe giving it out now. The only matchup this season these two teams had, Phoenix won by seven, um, and it was only about a month ago. So it, it's not too different for these teams. Uh, Atlanta at this point has Trey Young back, has uh, Bogdan back. And speaking of Bogdan, Bogdan is my prop play for this game, uh, going over 16.5 points. He had 22 the other time that Atlanta faced Phoenix. He's gone over this total in five of his last six, and the only time he missed it, he scored 15, which was his first game back after missing two games against Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, had the game to shake it off, uh, puts up 15 still, and then goes over this in his uh, last game as well to make it five of six. So like Bogdan uh, in this game, and especially if the line's moving in favor of Atlanta, then uh, you can expect that they're going to need performances from guys like Trey and Bogdan to overcome this surging Phoenix team. So something to look at if you're looking at other props too. If that line keeps moving, then... Uh, probably a good amount of Atlanta plays on, on the big names that may be worth your while. We l- move on to the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, two teams that I really have not wanted to bet all year, but I really like John Morant tonight to go over 20 and a half. He's done so in six of nine. He's averaging over this over his last 10 games. The Timberwolves, the 28th worst defense in the league. The Grizzlies, I think sometimes, um, I think their pace kind of fluctuates a little bit. We, we, we've seen them go off and kind of score some points and then ha- have a lot of clunkers. But Minnesota's not the team that you do that against. Minnesota doesn't play any defense. Uh, their best player is Carl Anthony Towns, who doesn't play any defense. Their second best player is Anthony Edwards, who's a rookie and is not known for his defense. So there's not a whole lot there. I think Ja can get his tonight um, as the Grizzlies are four-point favorites at Minnesota. And the total on this one, 236.5, so that tells you there's going to be points scored. So uh, if that's the case, then usually I like to look to the bigger names and see where they're at. Again, Ja, this is not an inflated number. Um, the averages are there, the opponents there, the totals there, everything pointing toward a, a pretty good night for Ja Morant. So taking Ja over 20.5 points. Moving on to Sixers Rockets. Sixers 15-point favorites heading to Houston. Absolutely no interest in this one. Really thinking Joel Embiid's getting a night off tonight. Could be other Sixers getting one too. Um, Something to monitor, I guess. I mean, if they suit everybody up, you know, do what you want with this game. But uh, that line really seems to point that maybe, you know, those guys are actually playing. But I would be very surprised if Joel Embiid played tonight. So, I'll put that out there now. He's been sluggish as of late. He was quoted as saying that he's kind of been going through the motions as of late, trying to keep himself healthy for the playoffs. So he knows he's not playing his best. He knows he's not 100%. And while the Sixers want to lock up that one seed, they also need to get guys rested, get them healthy, and have them ready for the playoffs. So I think tonight is a night that you could see Joel Embiid sit. And this team without him uh, is is one that's very difficult to trust. And, and to win by 15 is definitely not something that I'm, I'm, I'm willing to put my money on. 
The Sacramento Kings at the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers are six and a half point favorites. The total on this one, 239 and a half. Absolutely not. Uh, if you've been listening to the show since it started, the Kings are one of the top teams that I refuse to touch because they seem really hard to peg. Some nights they go absolutely off, uh, but for the most part, they're just a very bad team. Indiana a little bit beat up and kind of just... It seems like going through the motions, I mean, it looks like they're going to be in this play-in tournament, but they're going to be at the back end of it. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot they can do to help their position, and there's no one really threatening them either, as uh, Toronto is three and a half games back of the 10-seed Washington, which puts them four games back of Indiana, uh, with Indiana having eight games left to play, so... Um, the East all seems all but locked up as far as the team. So even the ones at the bottom of the play-in tournament, um, you know, it seems like the, the teams are established who they're going to be. Obviously, the matchups can change, but um, really you're looking at the top and then you're looking at, you know, who's kind of going to end up in that 5-6-7 window to see who doesn't have to have a play-in game and who does. So um, there, there's not a whole lot of here to read on. I, I don't have a good feel for either of these teams. I'm not touching it, and uh, there's no props out for this one yet. So moving on to wizards Bucks, Another tough one when we look at Phoenix and say, hey, they're on a road back-to-back. Well, the Bucks are on a home back-to-back, and they just played two straight games against Brooklyn. They win last night uh, by six, and they're seven-point favorites with Washington coming in, a total of 242. I like the Bucks to cover the seven, and again, so it, it's a little weary to be on both Phoenix and Milwaukee on back-to-backs, but the teams are just that good, and they're playing teams that I just don't really think are, are good enough to hang with them. But um, Something to watch as far as if Milwaukee might possibly uh, be sitting anybody, but I can't imagine they are a game and a half behind Brooklyn after just taking that two-game series from Brooklyn uh, the Bucks seem like they're really making a push, and they should have everybody available barring rest. So it's just something to watch. But um, the last four matchups between these teams have all been in Washington. So the first time it's in Milwaukee in a long time. But So even when the Bucks have had to go to Washington for four straight, they won all four, and they covered half of them. So now they get to be at home. They're playing well. They have a lot still to play for. Um, I'm, I'm liking Milwaukee to cover the seven here. I'll tell you real quick uh, before we get to Knicks Nuggets because that's where my last play is. The Spurs Jazz is is later. There's no props for that one either. And because of the injuries to Conley and Donovan Mitchell, like we talked about a little bit earlier, um, I'm not really comfortable betting on the Jazz either. I thought about taking them, covering the 7.5 at home against the Spurs who are struggling, but uh, I I just, you know, it's one thing to expect on the win. They're almost a 3-1 to favorite to win, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're able to get it done against the Spurs, but to try and project by how much uh, with the injuries, I, I don't think is a great idea. So the last game on the slate we're going to talk about here is going to be the New York Knicks at the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets three-point favorites. The total on this one, 214.5, and that's exactly where my eyes immediately went. I'm taking the over on this one, and it's probably my top play of the night. Uh, the over in Denver at Ball Arena is 21-13, and 13, so eight games over 500. And on average, the total is usually around 228 points. These two teams have only played once since 2019. It was this past January. It was in New York where Denver won 114-89. So the West team coming east on the road puts up 114. The Knicks back in January, you know, looked, looked okay. They weren't the 
dominant team that they've looked as of late. Uh, they've they're twelve and one over the, the the Knicks. That is are twelve and one over their last thirteen, and over that stretch they haven't scored less than a hundred and two. So Denver usually a pretty high scoring team. We know that they're up there, and even without John Morant, they've been putting up points. Um, the Nuggets average scoring just over 115 points a game. Uh, the Knicks allow the least points per game in the league, but it's still around 105, and they are in the bottom. And often, you know, they're just a slow pace kind of team. But uh, being in Denver, um, the Knicks playing well, and the Nuggets generally getting theirs, I- I'm going to take the chance and, and look at this lower total and take the over of 214.5, my top play for the evening. To recap the plays for this slate, Marcus Smart over 24.5 points, rebounds, and assists in the Celtics-Orlando game, and we're taking the Celtics to cover the spread at 9.5. Watch the Phoenix Suns spread. Um, I originally did have them picked, but I had them at minus 1.5, and it has now moved to basically pick them against Atlanta, which makes me a little bit weary. So we are going to just watch that one, not make it an official play yet, but do like Bogdan Bogdanovich for the Hawks in that one. They go over 16 and a half um, in the Minnesota Timberwolves Memphis Grizzlies game. We're taking John Morant to go over 20 and a half points. Milwaukee at home on a back to back hosting Washington. We're taking them to cover the seven. And again, the top play of the night, the Knicks. And Nuggets going over 214 and a half. So um, get those plays in. Uh, we, we, we've been doing pretty well as of late. Um, last night really got that Bucks nets game right. The Clippers game kind of threw us for a loop because Kyle Lowry ended up uh, being a late scratch. So we obviously didn't know that in the morning, which is just another thing. You, you got to take those things into consideration. We're trying to get these plays out early. Um, so make sure throughout the day, you know, if you listen to this later, if, you, if you're waiting to place your bets, um, I would none of these lines I would say are ones that I'm I'm firing off this early because I'm worried about them changing later. I think uh, anything I've said today um, can can definitely still be a good play later based on more information coming out. But with the information we have, um, you know, that's what we're using to come up with these. And at, and at this point, you know, it seems like there's enough information to feel pretty confident in them. Obviously, things changed, like I said, with Lowry being a late scratch last night. We had him going over six and a half assists. Doesn't even play in the game. So um, those things definitely uh, have to be taken into consideration. So something to look for. But, uh, again, make sure that you're following me on Twitter at Dan Says That. Make sure you're following Steady Picks on Twitter at Get Steady Picks. And go to SteadyPicks.com to get all the system plays from Steady Picks. Uh, $20 a month for the membership. One of the best deals in sports betting and handicapping. Uh, For Steady Picks, I'm Dan. Thanks for listening to Nothing But Net. Uh, Tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Eastern to hear a brand new episode. Thanks, everybody, and let's make some money tonight. (laughs) 